the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Biden has hailed as a rare example of bipartisan cooperation passage of the debt ceiling bill this week. I want to commend Senator Speaker McCarthy. You know, uh, he and I. Uh, we uh, and our teams, we were able to get along, get things done. We were straight. And the president is set to sign that bill today. Vanguard Group is being fined, and we get an explanation from correspondent Rhonda Rockstra. The world's largest insurer of mutual funds is fined and censured by the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority for errors appearing in over 8 million customer account statements. FINRA said Vanguard overstated projected yield and projected annual income for nine money market funds from November 2019 to September 2020. It ordered Vanguard to pay a fine of $800,000. Tasha Stevens reporting. You'll find more on these stories at srnnews.com. From Washington, I'm Bob Agnew. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications holding corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. Help defend AM radio by texting AM to 52886 to tell Congress we need AM radio and cars. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. So help defend AM radio. Text AM to 52886. Look at your weather forecast. Today's high around 90 degrees, mostly sunny skies for the afternoon. Tonight's low reaching 67, partly cloudy skies for the overnight. Sunday, more sunshine, high around 90 degrees. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. No, this isn't Mitch Berg with a bad cold. No, it's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Uh, The headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network sans the headliner, Mitch Berg. Mitch away on assignment. But Mitch will be in for me tomorrow on the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network from 1 to 3 p.m., and don't forget Jack Tomzak, the new guy. And when we say new guy, uh, going on a couple of years now, here's a member of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Jack will be following this program immediately at 3 p.m. Always glad you could join us. And uh, here to take your phone calls, by the way, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check us out there and leave a comment or question on that thread as well. Uh, by the way, uh, you can check out my blog, bradcarlson.org. Yeah, I still do blogging. I've uh, been doing blogging uh, pretty faithfully for 17, 18 years now, I guess, uh, long before I was even part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And speaking of which, I, I, I was reminded that uh, this marks 12 years I've been a part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. It was the first weekend of June back in 2011 that... Uh, I did my first show. I I was on a Saturday. It was just for an hour, 3 to 4 p.m., immediately following Mitch Berg and then Ed Morrissey, who was his co-host back then. And, uh, yeah, and that's that's where it began. Eventually, I was moved to um, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m., where I have been ever since. Uh, so I was, And I was reminded of that because Mitch was commemorating the birth of his granddaughter, who's 12 years old. Yeah, that's how I remember that. It, it's kind of a funny story. 
Uh, I was I got here super early uh, for my 3 p.m. show because I wanted to sit in the conference room outside of the studio and watch Mitch and Ed do their work, and it would kind of get me juiced up to do a live show myself, and neither of them were here. And turns out Ed was on vacation, and the guys behind the glass, which at that time Tommy Wynn, John Osborne, uh, those of you longtime Narn fans remember those gentlemen, I said, where's Mitch? I said, well, we don't know. We, he, he's not here. So I texted him. I said, Mitch, what's going on? No live show today. And he replied back, who is this? <laughs> so Mitch and I, we weren't, uh, we weren't uh, I mean, we were friends, but we, he, he must not have known I had his phone number. And I said, well, Mitch, it's Brad. My debut's today. Where are you at? And he says, oh, yeah. He says, uh, my granddaughter was born earlier this week. Still kind of dealing with that. Uh, got situated, got his uh, his family and his granddaughter home, and then Mitch came in, I think, for the 2 o'clock hour for his show. So I got to sit and watch that. And and uh, Mitch stood right outside the studio here, and after my first segment kind of gave me some uh, helpful tips on how to proceed with the show and says, here, here here's some things maybe you could, could do better. And if it's Mitch, you know, telling me I'm going to listen with rapt attention because he's forgotten more about radio than I'll ever know, so uh, I took a lot of great tips uh, from Mitch and have been a long-time admirer of his uh, radio prowess, that's for sure. So I guess that's my long way of saying uh, happy 12th anniversary to me, I guess, 12th anniversary of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. No stop sign in front of us yet, so that is the good news. Well, I wanted to uh, ch- I wanted to get to some uh, local items here um, on, the, on the broadcast. You know... The legislative session, Minnesota legislative session, it'll be two weeks on Monday uh, since it ended. But there is still a lot of, um, shall we say, post-gaming, Monday morning quarterbacking, whatever, of everything that has gone on with the session. And a friend of the broadcast, Walter Hudson, Republican representative out of Albertville, he put together a uh, a post on uh, his Facebook page this past week, and it's not so much a recap of what has gone on there. I mean, we've done that ad nauseum the last couple of weeks, kind of talked about all of the just, as I've called it, a buffet of lunacy that has come out of this legislative session because obviously the uh, leftists, DFLers, they have complete control in St. Paul, a slim majority in the House, slim majority in the Senate, and, of course, the governor's office. And as long as the caucus, the DFL caucus, stayed unified they could pass whatever they wanted and i've often wondered there there are some more moderate members of the dfl caucus particularly in the senate i mean uh, senator judy seberger had basically come out and responded to a a post of ken martin crowing about how this is the most progressive bold progressive agenda in the country and it's happening right here in minnesota and senator seberger basically said you know some of us moderates would kind of like to temper that a little bit and and I always thought, you know, Senator Seberger, if you ever voted to stand in the way of this, um, it could be stopped, you know. But apparently she just wants to air her grievances on Twitter and but yet continue to vote in, in lockstep with her with her caucus. Never much understood that. But my point is, is that we've gone over ad nauseum what has happened and how it happened. And now. The focus is on moving forward. Obviously, the first order of business is to get a majority in the House in 2024. That's really the only thing that can be done because the Minnesota Senate and the governor's office isn't up till 2026. But Walter Hudson, representative out of Albertville, he kind of signals what the aftermath of the most legislative session may bring. And uh, to be honest with you, it's a, it's a it's a little sobering. And I'll just read this uh, piece verbatim. Uh, We're only a week past the end of the 2023 session, yet I've already heard several anecdotes of people working less as a result. Uh, For instance, rejecting a summer job offer because unemployment is now available, moving from full-time to part-time to avoid PIRA clawbacks, that's uh, Public Employees uh, Retirement Association, Uh, plenty of moving out of the state and more looking to, Uh, And all this translates to less production across the board. If people aren't working, work isn't getting done and value isn't being created, which means we all have access to less. Of course, it isn't just that work doesn't get done. In many cases, we're paying people not to not work and thereby losing twice the value. In 2022, the state's gross domestic product was $350 billion. We just passed a $72 billion budget. That's around 20%. 
20% of everything we produce in the state. That's just state government, not accounting for federal and local. What do you think is going to happen as less is produced? What will be left over for the people to live on, for investment, for savings, for future orientation? Minnesota is being run into the ground. The consequences of poor choices this session are already manifesting. And it's just the very tip of a deep and treacherous iceberg. And that's just the economy. The damage to our children, our parental rights, our culture, that runs even deeper. And reports are they're not done yet. The debauchery continues in 2024, full speed ahead, targeting your children directly. Repent and organize. So, again, very insightful, as always, from Walter Hudson, but at the same time, again, very sobering. Because, unfortunately, there will be immediate consequences felt as a result of these disastrous uh, social policies, to be sure. Now, now, fiscal policies, you know, you kind of follow up uh, uh, maybe a, a biennium later or so. And that's the thing that we've been talking about. This state, and again, it bears repeating, had close to an $18 billion surplus, yet somehow managed to spend every penny of that and even some of the things they were promising, like, you know, well, Governor Tim Walls called it during the campaign, Walls checks. We're proposing $2,000 Walls checks. And, you know, uh, uh, elitist millionaires like Scott Jensen and Matt Burke are standing in the way of that, which I, I never understood that rationale. It's like Matt Burke and Scott Jensen don't hold elective off, elected office. Uh, the legislature was not in session. What impact do they have on, on that policy? I, I don't don't even understand that. You know, unless he's implying they would stand in the way of that if they were elected, which uh, it seemed pretty presumptuous, but whatever. Well, it turns out uh, there are going to the only Walls checks are is is a two hundred sixty dollars per individual or five hundred twenty dollars per couple for a household whose income is one hundred forty grand or less. And yet they're spinning this as the largest uh, tax cut in, in, in history. And yet, uh, within about a year or so, if you ask people what, what taxes of yours were cut, what specifically what specific taxes are cut, what, what's made your life easier? And no one's going to be able to answer that. So with that in mind, if Republican House candidates can't make hay out of this, and flip four of the chamber seats in next year's election, uh, I then then we are truly. I how is it? How can we view it as anything other than a pass a point of no return? Because again, there's if if the DFL caucus stays unified in both the House and Senate in twenty twenty four twenty twenty four session, again there's going to be nothing to stop whatever craziness they put forth then, and then. If the Republicans don't take the House after the election in 24, well, then again, that's two more years of complete DFL control. I, I don't see how, how the state survives that. And it's amazing this crazy leftward lurch has gotten national attention. Uh, I remember NBC News had a piece talking about Minnesota's laboratory of progressivism. To which a lot of us conservatives replied, well, I guess that makes us the lab rats. And you also had pre- former President Obama on do a tweet thread about all of the legislation passed in Minnesota and talking about how elections are so important. Look at Minnesota. I mean, one specific Senate seat flipped and it was decided by 300 votes. Of course, I'm talking about Senator Seberger's district in kind of like the Stillwater, Hastings, uh, Cottage Grove area is her district. I think Afton is a part of it too. A difference of she won that election by 300 votes. So if 160 people vote differently, vote for Tom Dipple, the Republican, instead of Judy Seberger, then the Republicans have a majority in the Senate and a lot of this stuff gets stopped in its tracks. And so that should be a lesson also to Republicans or even moderates or independents. Because again, there's been polls already as this session has been looked at cumulatively, the majority of Minnesotans aren't down with this buffet of lunacy that's gone through. I mean, they, you know, they, they agree that, okay, they might've agreed. Okay. Dr. Scott Jensen, uh, some of the things he's saying is pretty crazy. It's a bridge too far. Um, but you know, a lot of these, we like what a lot of these moderate 
uh, DFLers are saying, well, the problem is a lot of these moderate DFLers uh, were overrun by the metrocrats, and they weren't allowed to exercise the, you know, their consciences. I, I, I guarantee they weren't. So uh, speaking of national attention being brought to this legislative session, uh, National Review, conservative publication, uh, they had an editorial on their piece this past week talking about Minnesota's lurch to the hard left, kind of breaking that down a little bit. So we'll come back and address that piece. And we'll be here to take your phone calls, too, at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so check us out there as well. Brad Carlson filling in for Mitchburg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile. We're where you are. We are Intelligent Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. The tax man cometh. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the taxes you pay on that income in retirement. Many retirees are shocked at how high taxes can be after they retire. Don't get caught without a plan. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a tax-efficient income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's huge truckload sale. Save up to 26 to 51%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's huge truckload sale. It only happens once a year. Save up to 26 to 51%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Bird. Fear not, but Mitch will be in for me tomorrow on the closer edition of the Narn from 1 to 3 p.m. Hope you can uh, tune in tomorrow, but hope you stay tuned in today, even though Mitch isn't here. Hey, we're here to take your phone calls, by the way, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's hashtag Narn show. And don't forget to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Gary from War Road, as always, checks in. Hello, Gary. Thank you, as always, uh, for uh, checking us out. Listening to us uh, way up there in War Road. And again, uh, we are talking about the national headlines that the our Minnesota legislative session has gotten 
for its uh, lurch to the hard left, as National Review calls it. Uh, it's funny, uh, Representative Andy Smith, he is a, a, a DFLer out of uh, Rochester. And he had uh, he had actually linked to this piece. That's where it um, uh, first came to my attention. And he says, honestly, not even the National Review can spin most of the stuff as we did. Well, we did as bad. Well, they sure weren't complimentary, uh, Representative Smith. And uh, Mitch rep- Mitch saw that tweet and he replied to it. And he says uh, that um, you must have really, uh, uh, yeah, he says, if that's how you read it, clearly you jumped that August 1st deadline a little too hard. <laughs> of course, Mitch is referring to August 1st being the day that legal or uh, recreational marijuana is legal in the state of Minnesota. And uh, Representative Smith was one of the biggest advocates for that. In fact, I think it was a couple weeks ago he was smoking a joint up in Washington State basically saying, yeah, next time I uh, am able to do this, uh, it'll be uh, August 1st in my home state of Minnesota. So kudos, I guess. But this is a National Review's perspective. It's a, it's a long piece. This is put together by the editors at National Review. I won't read the entire thing, but there are a few excerpts I want to focus upon. Uh, the cynic H.L. Mencken once quipped that democracy is the theory that the common people know what they want and deserve to get it good and hard. The sad reality is that bad choices in a single election cycle can have toxic consequences that not only are undeserved by the outvoted minority, but can also linger long after a passing majority has crumbled. So it may be for Minnesotans after the recently concluded session of the state legislature. And again, he goes through all of the... uh, uh, as I like to call it, buffet of lunacy, whether it's uh, abortion on demand or the state being a trans refuge where you know, an example of a 16-year-old boy wants to transition to a girl uh, but can't do so, say, in the state of Iowa. He can sneak across the border here and uh, in a trans refuge state, and the state does not have to turn the kid over to its parent, uh, his parents. Crazy stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, we we talked often how the DFL just blatantly lied about the abortion issue, particularly after Roe v. Wade was overturned, and they used it as a cudgel. Uh, and basically, and, and again, this isn't to let Dr. Scott Jensen and Matt Burke off the hook. They allowed the left to define them on the issue instead of coming out and just saying what it is. Look, here's what we believe personally, but here's the here's the fact of the matter. Here's here's what the law is. It's a constitutionally protected right. And then just let the chips fall they may. Instead, Dr. Jensen and Matt Burke double down on their stances, almost implying like they're going to do what they can. And it wasn't helpful. But anyways, we don't again, we don't want to re-air those grievances. But I do want to focus specifically on the fiscal issue. So if you have people, you know, loyal DFL foot soldiers who parrot the uh, gaslighting, of how this was the they enacted the largest tax cut in Minnesota history. Uh, you can just kind of hit them with this again. The National Review uh, pointed these out. The DFL also went on a massive budget spree, blowing in a single session Minnesota's seventeen and a half billion dollar surplus, most of it on spending and the rest on one-time tax rebates that will do nothing to improve the state's tax climate going forward. Yet they, the implication is they instituted the largest tax cut in Minnesota history, while also increasing. And then again, this is my own, uh, this is my own editorial on this. They increased the metro sales tax to pay for basic services like potholes in the city of St. Paul. Absolutely unbelievable. So, anyways, let me get back to the National Review piece. The state's seventy-two billion dollar budget increased the spending by thirty-eight percent. Over 2022 levels, plus $2.5 billion in additional infrastructure spending that is heavily financed by debt. Pricing new programs were created, such as free public college, subject to a means test, universal free breakfasts and lunches for all students, up to 12 weeks of state-financed family and medical leave, expanded free housing vouchers, and free menstrual products in schools. Hourly paid school workers will be eligible for unemployment every summer. The budget includes a $2.2 billion hike in school spending over the next two years. School spending already consumes a third of the state budget, yet nearly half of the state's public school students can't read at grade level. So now that we're fully funded, will they be able to read at grade level? Do we know? Um, we st- I don't know if we ever got a definitive statement on what fully funded is. But 
but at least they will be instructed to advocate for anti-racist public policies. Taxes on most Minnesotans will be going up to pay for all this. Gas taxes will be hiked as much as $0.05 cents a gallon over the next four years. Sales taxes will increase by one percentage point. A payroll tax will be added to finance the family and medical leave program. A $0.50 cent delivery fee will be added to most online shopping orders over 100 bucks. Car tags and driver's license fees will increase. Many boating registration fees will double. Yet we enacted the largest tax cut in Minnesota history. That's that's the thing they keep focusing on. Apparently, uh, these $260 rebate checks equates to the largest tax cut. That's how they're spending it, a tax cut, without uh, mentioning any of these items that I just listed here. Sure gaslighting. Sure gaslighting. And I'll finish up. Uh, this is the thing that I've been focusing on is, is the state of California because people are calling this state a, a cold California, and it's not. Because California right now, they have like three to one majorities in the in their uh, state houses, whether it's the uh, um, I think it's a, I think it's a state assembly in California and the state assembly in California, as well as the state Senate. They have like three or four to one majorities, Democrats to Republicans. Uh, Democrats win statewide races handily by well into double digits. And the U.S. House seats, I think they have like 52 of them. I think it's like 40 Democrats to 12 Republicans, something along those lines. Okay, that's not the case here. Again, it's a, the House delegation here, it's pretty much an even split. Well, it is an even split. Four Republicans, four Democrats in the U.S. House out of Minnesota. Uh, Democrats, typically, they win comfortably in statewide races, but it's not well into double digits, 20 or 30 points. Sometimes they'll get a 10 to 15 point win, but for the most part, it's, it's a solid five to eight point win. It's a significant margin of victory, to be sure, but it isn't 20 or 30 points. And again, I emphasize the state Senate. It was 34, 33 Republicans going into the election, 2022 election, and now it's 34 DFL, 33 Republicans. One seat was flipped. And the U.S. House, 70 DFL, 64 Republicans, status quo. It was that going into the election, and it was that coming out of the election. And so the, I guess if there's a silver lining that the fact is that despite being outspent significantly and therefore being able to put all of these crazy TV ads in the 11th hour, it's not like the DFL moved the needle huge. They got, they're governing like they did, but they're acting like they moved the needle significantly to the left, and they didn't. And see, where's the uh, specific number here? Um, I think it was, uh, sorry, I can't find it. But uh, I just want to wrap up by saying this, and this is this is a key aspect here. You know, I make the comparison to California. Californians have long tolerated bad radical governance in exchange for the state's balmy climate, gorgeous beaches, and Hollywood glamour. The same deal may seem less appealing when the return is Minnesota winters. But if e- but even if a voter backlash restores to Republicans a share of power in St. Paul and allows them to roll back some of its some of the DFL's excesses, it will be difficult anytime soon to undo the full damage of this legislative session. And that's the point I keep bringing up. You know, yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, I think we had delusions of grandeur when we saw what happened in Virginia in 2021 when Governor uh, Glenn Youngkin scored the upset over Terry McAuliffe. Virginia was a reliably, solidly blue state, and, and Glenn Youngkin, I mean, he's not a Barry Goldwater-type conservative, but he's certainly not a, uh, a moderate either. No, not a, certainly not a Larry Hogan-type moderate, okay? And they used a key issue specifically around parental rights. And that's still going to be an issue in the state, especially as some people are starting to be enlightened as to uh, the, this craziness that came out of this last session. And that's and that therein lies the concern. And the concern I've always had is what we're up against is you have a collective, i.e. left of far left of center individuals who look at government as a religion. And you have people right of center who are very who are committed to politics, but they put priorities on their faith, on their families, you know, on their jobs. 
know, this isn't a full-time endeavor. It isn't a paying endeavor like there are for campaign workers on the DFL side and these political action committees. So that's what we're up against. It's a juggernaut, no question about it. But at the end of the day, you have to be willing to appeal on these policy disasters. And as much as I wish it weren't so, there are going to be some ill effect from these policy disasters, and that's what we got to focus upon, and there is a good opportunity in 2024 to take back the House. Uh, Jay in Golden Valley is on line one. Jay, if there's any way you can hold during the break, I promise I'll take your call when we come back from the break. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Experiencing an injury or illness? Wondering if you'll be able to keep your job or when you can return to work? The Minnesota Retain program may be able to help. Participants may qualify for free support from experts who can guide you through the next steps to get you back to work quickly and safely. Visit mnretain.com or call 507-284-4537 to learn more. Minnesota Retain is fully funded under a grant awarded by the U.S. Department of Labor and the Social Security Administration. This message is brought to you by Minnesota Retain, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Eric Metaxas Talks Prophecy. In 2007, Kim Clement said Donald Trump would be elected twice. He did not serve a second term. So did Kim Clement say that he would serve two terms? Yes. The way he said it is that God was going to raise someone up who didn't go in as a praying president, but would become a praying president. I just interviewed somebody about Lincoln. When he went in, you would have had to categorize him as a skeptic or whatever it was. But something within his term, this is not some Christian Christianization of the story of Lincoln. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg. Thanks as always for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag NARN Show for comments or questions. And don't forget, our live stream is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Check us out there if you want to leave a comment or question. Uh, again, feel free. As promised, we do want to get to our callers. Uh, line one, Jay in Golden Valley. Jay, I appreciate your patience. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. <clears throat> it's interesting. After watching this session, I got triggered when you were talking about Obama bragging about uh, <laughs> what one seat can do. Right. But what that made me think is this isn't new. And we aren't California. We're worse than California. Do tell. You know. Well, uh, to me, it was uh, 
George Floyd and uh, John Thompson and all these people hopping around. I'm like wondering where are all these crazy people coming from? Mm. And who's our lieutenant governor? Peggy Flanagan she used to run the Wellstone Institute. She trains people like John Thompson and Ilion Omar. Hey, we have this beautiful Somali, well-spoken, college-educated girl helping Bernie. She would be a great state representative. So, you know, they pushed Phyllis Kahn out. And after Peggy's trained all these people up, she's brought them up into politics. George Floyd kicks off. They find a way to weaponize the racial issue, not against against Trump, but against Republicans in general. Yep. There's national stories on CNN, NBC. I mean, it's it's 5 o'clock news nationwide. Is Paul Gazilkin going to pass the first police reform in America? That's not an accident. That's Minnesota calling these people. Why does Joe Biden take the Iron Range and sequester it so you can't mine up there? He didn't think of that himself. That's Minneapolis telling Biden what to do. This, we are, we are in deep doo-doo. So you're saying, you're saying we're not one Minnesota, uh, Jay, like the governor says? We're not one Minnesota? Is that, is that what I'm hearing from you, Jay? The Metrocrats run the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I call it the one Metro-soda. Yeah. And uh, you, you, put, you put your finger on it. it this is, they, aren't, they aren't a political party. They're a cult. And it's hard to compete with people who are fighting for their Jesus. Yeah, thanks for the – yeah, that's an excellent point, Jay. And, and that's kind of the thing I was talking about as I went into the last break is, is – this is an uphill battle because people view this as a religion. Government they view government as a deity, and when they view it in that context, they they're willing to put the the foot soldiers. They're paying the foot soldiers to go knock doors and establish relationships with voters. And I mean, they, they're the twenty twenty four campaign for the DFL started uh, in January of twenty twenty three. I mean, they, even though they got the full majority and they were excited about, it, they don't they don't stop. And despite getting outspent dramatically and despite the work they put into it and this is what i was trying to find in that national review piece uh they like the national review editorial uh, piece said this was hardly a sweeping mandate minnesota republicans won 48 percent of the vote in federal house races a significant improvement from 2020 or 2018 and had their best showing in the governor's race since 2006 and that's in spite of scott jensen being easily caricatured as an extremist on uh, the 2020 election, abortion, and vaccines. And, and as I also mentioned, the state Senate went from a one-seat majority for Republicans to a one-seat majority for the DFL. But on that slim basis, the DFL set out to turn the state overnight into a frozen California. So I'm not quite as pessimistic uh, as as Jay is, and he made a good point as, on Ilhan Omar. And I talked about this back then. If Doug Wardlow does not take the Republican uh, enter the Republican primary in the attorney general's race. A lot of Republicans in the CD five primary, they don't even bother to vote in the, they, they vote in the DFL primary. Cause you know, you have to vote in straight party lines, but some Republicans in CD five do did not want Doug Wardlow to be the attorney general candidate. So they had to vote GOP and just vote for GOP offices. Now, had there been no primary fight on the Republican side, CD5 Republicans would have crossed over and voted for Don Samuel in the CD5 DFL primary to oust Ilhan Omar. And you remember Ilhan Omar barely, barely won that primary. I think it was like by one, less than two points. I know that. So I'm just saying uh, Ilhan Omar can be oust. There is a way. Uh, it just has to be a less insane DFLer. Uh, and and they do they do exist out there that um again we're not going to agree with them on much but at least they're they're just not totally bernie sanders like insane uh dan invergrove heights is online too go ahead dan you're on the narn hey brad um can you hear me i can i'm just curious if you know for the people who don't qualify for the social security exclusion on taxation for 2023 Mm mm-hmm I think for joint uh, people filing jointly as a couple, I think it's a hundred thousand yep. or less. Your social security income is excluded. But what if you're making a little over that? Do, do we have any percentages for that? How how that pans out? I think it's a gradual, um, you know, it's a graduated uh, ladder. Sure, uh, on the percentage, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I don't either. I you, you are right. Couples okay. earning a hundred grand or less. 
or singles under seventy eight grand, uh, they would be expand. They would be exempt from Social Security tax. But it's far from a full repeal now. How are you asking the percentage of people that that make over a hundred grand or over seventy eight grand? Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm asking what the taxation is going to be. Is oh, it going to be fifty percent, twenty percent, sixty? You know, I have no clue. That I don't know either. Yeah. I and, and I'm okay. not. I'm not there yet where I'm collecting Social Security, so that I don't know. I appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, Dan. Yeah, that I I, I don't know, but again, uh, this is far from a full repeal, and all thirty all Republicans voted against this. So of course the spin is going to be, well, look at this, we exempted the uh, our, our elderly population from Social Security tax uh, at these levels, and all these Republicans voted against it, which is incredibly disingenuous because Republicans were campaigning on a full repeal. We're one of only what nine states, I think, in the in the country who still taxes Social Security income. But yet, this is classic DFL or uh, this is classic DFL or um, class envy. It's like, well, you don't need it. You don't need a repeal on that tax. You know, whether it's moral or immoral, they don't judge it by that. They just they they, they just look at the the income you generate. So uh, but that's how they played it. But I appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, uh, Jay and Dan. Uh, Thanks so much. I did want to shift here and may have to bleed into the final segment this hour in talking about this. Uh, I, you know, as you know, I'm a sports fan in any areas where sports and politics and culture uh, intersect. Uh, I, uh, they get my uh, rapt attention. Well, you've probably heard about the flap over the Los Angeles Dodgers bungling their uh, pride night and uh, loyal listener uh, Matthew who is out in uh, California I believe and he's a Dodgers fan if he's listening you know he he may uh, choose to comment on this so the Dodgers were going to have a pride night you know June 16 the month of June is you know pride month where the LGBTQ community highlights uh, that uh, hey this is a you know live this is a who we are we're proud of who we are and we're going to flaunt it all throughout the month of June. In fact, at my blog, bradcarlson.org, you know, have you ever seen that meme where you have two students in a band room, you know, that, that are in high school band, and there's one student standing against the wall, and then another student with a tuba covers their face with the tuba and starts blowing the tuba in their face? Okay, that meme? Yeah, I put the tuba player as the LGBTQ community and the student against the wall as Americans who are willing to live and let live, you know? Because it got to the point, particularly a decade ago, that people forget in 2004, that was, that's less than two decades ago, you know, the year the Northern Alliance got started, that it was pretty much two to one uh, people, the American public was against gay marriage. And in states where it was on the ballot, including, I think, like Michigan and Oregon, uh, they looked to, uh, they looked to permanently ban gay marriage from ever possibly becoming a state law. And every single state where it was on the ballot in 2004 uh, voted to uh, define marriage as strictly between a man and a woman. And then, of course, the Obergefell decision came down in, in 2015, and um, ultimately states were, uh, and basically it uh, uh, made it so gay couples could be married. And, of course, the Senate uh, at, at the federal level, uh, or the Congress, or uh, Congress and the president signed into law the, uh, I think it was Respect for Marriage Act, where it ensures that if it's legal in this state, uh, it has to be honored in every state. Okay. So it was, there was really quite a cultural shift. Well, I remember that, and it got to the point where a lot of conservatives were like, okay, you know what, fine, the momentum is shifting in the culture. Uh, even a lot of uh, Republicans were, were on board with gay marriage. Okay, fine. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't uh, affect my marriage. The only concern that a lot of people who oppose gay marriage and still oppose gay marriage today is is how they're going to try to make churches honor their union by performing wedding ceremonies. And a lot of churches, you'll cite biblical principles as being opposed to a type of union like that and therefore won't perform wedding ceremonies. Obviously, gay people aren't banned from going to church. That's a that's a straw man that a lot of them put up. But where they would force churches to violate their consciences, their free exercise of religion, which a government cannot do based on our First Amendment, 
And that that was a concern a lot of people had. And then it's like, oh, no, no, the churches are fine. You know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Well, hello, uh, uh, Jack Phillips at Masterpiece uh, Cake Shop in Colorado. Just ask him uh, if if uh, they're all about live and let live. It's because conservative commentator Eric Erickson wrote probably a decade ago, uh, you're going to be made to care. You can say, oh, you know what, I don't care. It doesn't affect my marriage, whatever, you know, just live and let live, yada, yada, yada. Well, you'll be made to care. And, boy, is that manifest today. It's not enough to just live and let live and say, you know what, you do your thing, I'll do mine, just leave each other alone. That 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 seemed like they were acquiescing to that. The, the LGBTQ community was acquiescing to that a decade ago. But now you must be fervently pro-LGBTQ. And I say this comes back to the L.A. Dodgers. Again, they were inviting a LGBTQ group by the uh, name of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. This was a bunch of, uh, of, of trans and queer nuns, you know, trans and queer people dressing up as nuns and mocking, openly mocking the Catholic faith. And do you think there are a few Catholics in Los Angeles, largely Hispanic community, where and Hispanics are largely Catholics. You think there's a few Catholics in Los Angeles? And the L.A. Dodgers responded by saying, you know, uh, they disinvited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to their Pride Night on June 16. Well, after the backlash and whatever else, and other LGBTQ groups saying, you know what, we're not going to participate in Pride Night if these people aren't going to participate, yada, yada, yada. The Dodgers tripped over themselves saying, well, you know, after much conversation and, and much education on the issue, we've decided to re-invite the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And again, this was just an absolute PR blunder. Instead of just saying, look, we're all about being welcoming to the LGBTQ community. That isn't the issue here. But what the issue is of making other people feel unwelcome. And it's very clear this group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, are making our Catholic and Christian fans feel very unwelcome by allowing them to carry on with their shenanigans, their little show that they like to put on. But it's clear that the Dodgers are picking sides here. Remember all those decades where the gay community was battling for equality? You know, we just, you know, the whole, again, the whole live and let live. We just want to be treated equal. We want, we want to live the way we live behind closed doors, but we want to be able to go enjoy a baseball game or enjoy a night out at a restaurant without feeling like we're being threatened or physically intimidated. And you know what? I'm 100% down with that. As a Twins fan, I, I want as many fans in the stands as, as possible to help my team win. Don't care about your sexual orientation. Don't want to talk about your sexual orientation if you're a straight guy. Okay? I, yeah, I, I'm pretty simple that way when it comes to my uh, sports affiliation. So this, is, this isn't unreasonable, you know, for, for, for people to be treated equally. Not unreasonable at all. But when you start putting another group and their grievances have a higher priority than others, that's where we went into the trouble. And kudos to a couple of Dodgers pitchers that uh, spoke up. Uh, against their organization. So we'll come back with that and to wrap up this hour. Again, me, Brad Carlson, in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And Mitch will be in for me tomorrow on the closer edition from 1 to 3 p.m. Again, here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. Or you can weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN show or check out our NARN Facebook page where we have the live stream up and running. Again, Brad Carlson back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. Twelve eighty, the Patriot. From Glencoe to New Mexico and Apple Valley to Napa Valley, Intelligent Radio. We're where you are. Stream AM twelve eighty, the Patriot at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's huge truckload sale. Save up to 26 to 51%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's huge truckload sale. It only happens once a year. Save up to 26 to 51%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. 
This is a limited time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana in St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Car accidents can suck, but they don't have to. If you're struggling with pain or injuries sustained in a car accident, visit Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center in Chanhassen. Having years of success treating whiplash, headaches, neck pain, back pain, and disc injuries, they take a whole-body approach to treating you. Offering services ranging from massage therapy, spinal decompression, chiropractic adjustments, and full-body light therapy, Abundant Life Chiropractic takes a multi-doctor approach to care to ensure that your goals become their goals. Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center works closely with the top neurologists, orthopedists, physical therapists, and attorneys. Get all your care in one place. At Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center, you can expect long-term results with short-term treatment plans. If you're ready to put your pain in the past, call 952-300-8338 to schedule an initial free consultation. Again, that's 952-300-8338. Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Say, play The Patriot, Minneapolis. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Yeah, it's me, Brad Carlson, in on the headliner edition as Mitch is away on assignment, but again, fear not. Mitch will be in tomorrow for me from 1 to 3 p.m., and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, talking about the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, bungling their Pride Night where they initially disinvited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. This is a uh, queer drag uh, group of nuns that mock the Catholic faith. Uh, and then after a backlash from the LGBTQ community, uh, re-invited them. And uh, here, here's here's my take on this. Is there any doubt whatsoever that the Dodgers would have backtracked on this had an LGB, if there was an LGBTQ group that they invited that insulted the Muslim faith? Would there be any doubt that they would backtrack on this that disinvitation? I, I, I think you, I think you know the answer to that. But because it's Catholics and Christians being mocked, apparently not all bigotry is created equal. And yeah, the, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, they're a bigoted hate group. They are. Yeah, I said it. So kudos to a couple of Dodgers pitchers that stepped up and spoke out against this. Uh, Blake Trinan, he's a relief pitcher for the Dodgers, says, I'm disappointed to see the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence being honored as heroes at Dodger Stadium. Many of their performances are blasphemous, and their work only displays hate and mockery of Catholics and the Christian faith. I understand that playing baseball is a privilege and not a right. My conviction in Jesus Christ will always come first. Since I have been with the Dodgers, they have been at the forefront of supporting a wide variety of groups. However, inviting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to perform disenfranchises a large community and promotes hate of Christians and people of faith. The single event alienates the fans and supporters of the Dodgers. Major League Baseball, and professional sports. People like baseball for its entertainment value and competition. Fans do not want propaganda or politics forced on them. The debacle with Bud Light and Target should be a warning to companies and professional sports to stay true to their brand and leave the propaganda and politics off the field. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I believe the word of God is true. And in Galatians 6-7 it says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. This group openly mocks Jesus Christ, the cornerstone of my faith, and I want to make it clear that I do not agree nor support the decision of the Dodgers to honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. 
But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's from Joshua 24, 15. Fantastic statement there from uh, Blake Trinan, again, relief pitcher of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Some people may shrug that off. It's like, well, he's only in his second year for the Dodgers, and he's been hurt most of the time, so it's really a non-factor. If you said Los Angeles Dodgers and who's the face of the franchise currently, I would bet you on the majority of people would say uh, starting pitcher Clayton Kershaw, who's uh, likely a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw came out and spoke out against this. Uh, said, I do not agree. I don't agree with making fun of other people's religions. Uh, the Cy Young winner told the LA Times in a recent interview that aired Monday. It has nothing to do with anything other than that. I just don't think that no matter what religion you are, you should make fun of somebody else's religion. So that's something that I definitely don't agree with. As a team, uh, between my wife and I and different people that I respect, we talked a lot about the right response to this. It's never an easy thing because it felt like it elicited a response. So apparently later on, uh, the Dodgers are going to host some sort of family faith and uh, uh, faith night to uh, kind of more appeal to to people of the Christian faith, the Christian community, which there are a good number of those in in Los Angeles. So, again, the Dodgers uh, completely bungled this, and it just shows that there are certain bigotries they're willing to tolerate. Because, again, if there was ever an LGBTQ group that was invited and it was determined that they were mocking, uh, say, imams and other uh, aspects of the Muslim faith, yeah, that not only would they be disinvited, I would dare say that the Dodgers would stand strong on this. But because you got a group mocking Christians, those kind of people of faith, well, you know, they're, they're, you know, there are people in this country who honestly believe, who put Christians and Catholics and in, in, in their beliefs on par with what radical Islamists believe. Seriously. And yet, you still, if the Muslim faith is mocked, then there, it's that's a bridge too far. So it's very clear here to me that the Dodgers are willing to turn a blind eye to one form of bigotry, but I guarantee if it was another form that, oh, well, 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 we, 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 we can't have that. And you know what? They would be applauded for doing so. And guess what? I agree with Clayton Kershaw. No one's faith should be mocked. And as Blake Trinan said, no one should feel disenfranchised. And I would, I would definitely speak up on behalf of the Muslim community if there was a movement mocking their faith. Absolutely, I would. So, folks, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. Me, Brad Carlson, on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, in for Mitch Berg, back with hour number two. Go nowhere. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it when we say dogs are part of our family, and there's nothing like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with Rough Greens, R-U-F-F because we want them to feel healthy and be with us as long as possible. I know Charlie Kirk feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. I rely on my trusted furry friend, Mr. Briggs, who's an absolute machine, and he relies on me to provide what's best for him. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed Rough Greens, not a dog food, but a supplement full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, and omega oils that Mr. Briggs absolutely needs and loves. Trying Rough Greens for your dog just makes sense. Greetings, naturopathy Dr. Dennis Black here. I'm honored that the Pragers and Charlie trust their dog's health to Rough Green. I'm so confident that Rough Green can help your dog too that I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, dog food is dead food, but it doesn't have to be. Go to RUFFGreens.com. Need a good shot of your favorite pastor? Well, you can get him anywhere and everywhere at OnePlace.com and the OnePlace app. If you miss the daily dose of encouragement you need, find it there. If you want to hear that great sermon one more time, it's all there. We don't encourage you to leave this station, not ever. But when you want a repeat, you know where to go. OnePlace.com and the OnePlace app. No matter what happens, we're always on. 
Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's huge truckload sale. Save up to 26 to 51%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's huge truckload sale. It only happens once a year. Save up to 26 to 51%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest refinancing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. This radio station is always on, but sometimes you need more content than you can take with you anywhere. That's why we invented the SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You'll find all the great hosts on this radio station, plus a few more like Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, Trish Reagan, Jenna Ellis, and Dennis and Julie. There's literally no end to what they can teach you. It's like radio on demand. And just like radio, it's always on. Go find out what you're missing. Download the app, SalemPodcastNetwork.com. AM 1280, the pay- Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.